morning. Today we celebrate the supreme enlightenment of Sotesan, the founding master, and it is a beautiful spring day, and we can see beginning of a new life on earth everywhere. And as we enjoy these colorful spring flowers, it reminds us our inner beauty and goodness. Before the awakening, before the enlightenment, human life compared as, as a dream, a state of a dream. When you have a bad dream, and especially a nightmare, what do you do? You just uh, recognize it's a dream and open your eyes and wake up, and bad dream disappears. So awakening is this kind of understanding of our human existence on earth. Whatever happening, especially negative things in our lives, and see that that is not true you. It's not real you. It is a part of a karmic situation that have an opportunity for you to learn a lesson. Awakening is critical to see things as they are and clearly. Awakening is a kind of a continuing presence, not just awakened and disappeared, but awakening is a continuation of a presence, continuing presence. So awakening is a state of mind. It's not a stage. We awake with a sense of newness of our everyday life, everyday activities. When we awake, it gives us meaning and purpose of our life on earth. And we know what to do, and it's clear how to live our life on earth. And the awakening is a sudden. With the practice, we can experience a sudden dawn of a realization, and we never know when it's coming, when it's going to happen. The only thing we can do is keep practicing and prepare for the condition that ripe in your practice and ready to awake. It is like a fruit ripening in the in the tree. You cannot force tree ripe. You have to wait for the proper time and proper situation to ripe. So it is a very similar process. We just create the condition of our mind, clearing, letting go of all the clouds, letting go of distortion, delusion, distraction, and negativity, and purifying our mind, allowing our mind to be in this situation to be awakened. So watching the star in the sky can make you awake like a Buddha and Sotesa. Or uh, watching a blowing of a candlelight can make you awake. Once a student uh, went to the a teacher in the monastery at night and asked a lot of Zen questions, and teacher tried to explain what is it, and student didn't get it. As the student departed, 
the teacher gave a lamp. And when he was uh, going out of the uh, helmet, and the teacher blew off the candlelight. And he got awakened. So this kind of erratical situation helps you to understand what is true nature. You cannot rely on somebody else, but the lamp symbolizes your inner light. Uh, blowing up at that moment, he was enlightened. Sometimes watching a tree makes you awake. Once a student asked the teacher, what is a Buddha? And he replied, a pine tree in the backyard. The student went out to look for the Buddha. There was a pine tree. It means that everything, even a tree, has Buddha nature. Then how about you? As a human being, highly intellectually cultivated human being, have this kind of a Buddha nature and awakening. So anything can be a symbol, a, a, a signal for you to be awake if your practice is ready and right. So in this spring, especially in New York City nowadays, there is a plenty symbols and, and spring flowers and new lives trigger you to be awake. Practice to lead that the awakening. Awakening is very sudden, but the practice to lead that awakening is very gradual. In order to be enlightened, we have to practice every single day for a long, long time. And gradually, we are letting go and purifying our mind, our consciousness to experience awakening. So consistent practice of meditation and mindfulness and with the, with the right effort, all those important quality related with our practice lead us to experience of emptiness and oneness in our daily life. This gradual practice may bring you a little awakening here and there. But little awakening is very important too. So enjoy those little awakenings in your daily practice. So how can you experience awakening? It is a sudden, but practice is very gradual. We can learn from examples from Buddhas and, and uh, Sotesan. Mr. Sotesan's spiritual journey started with a very critical, simple question about the phenomena and human life. If we have this kind of a determination like Sotesan's to find out those questions, the answer of those questions, and not giving up with the persistent practice of one-pointedness of mind, we can experienced awakening too. So Sotisan began this spiritual journey when he was seven years old. So when you have children at home, one niece or a nephew or any grandchildren, 
they can begin practice at young age, like Sotesa. When he had the first deep question as a seven years old little boy, looking at the sky and saw the cloud in the sky. And the kind of a Quan question arise that the essence of the cloud and tried to catch a cloud. He went to the mountain top since he was growing up in mountain village. And then when he went to the mountain top, the cloud is far away. It's not there. He cannot grasp it. And he was, was watching, little boy watching uh, couples in the village and his own parents and parents to love each other and close each other. Why some people are close to each other and some people are not? So the question about the human relationship, human life uh, arised. So he was asking to the teachers about the cloud, about the human relationships, and why some are close, why are some are mutual relationship and some are not. And teacher or parents, nobody can answer his, his uh, uh, questions. So he began praying. He learned a mountain god know everything. So he wanted to meet the mountain god, and he learned that mountain god lives in the mountain. So he, little boy, went up to the mountain called the Sambaje. So we can visit there as a pilgrimage one day. The little boy climbed up that steep mountain wasn't easy, but he went up every single day, prayed the mountain god to appear so he could ask questions. And several years, sincere prayer didn't answer. He couldn't find the mountain god. And he learned about the story that there is a, a dosa, this kind of a, a Taoist master who know everything. But the, that those dosa, uh, the masters, he learned that it's like a homeless. He went out to look for the all strange guys uh, as, as a, a master. And one day he found the master. He thought he found the master and brought it home. His parents were so surprised and unthinkable and brought a homeless man to his house. And, and treat him food and, and clothing and so forth. But when he asked, he wasn't really master, he was a homeless. So because of all this uh, uh, searching for the answer outside didn't give him satisfactory uh, understandings, he turned inwardly to look for the uh, answer by cultivating this awareness and mindfulness and one-pointed mind and thinking about the, what is it? How can I solve this one? So he continued over this uh, meditation practice for 20 years. And one spring day, 102 years ago, like, like today, early in the morning, he got up and looked at this morning star. He was awakened. His awakening was a result of his long, persistent practice and not giving up. 
So if we learn from Sotesan that cultivating one-pointed mind, mindfulness, constantly asking that inquiring, questioning in our mind, and have a, not giving up, have a diligence of cultivation, one day we will experience this awakening ourselves. So what are the content of his awakening? After awakening, Sotesan said, all things are of a single body and nature. All dharmas are of a single root source. In this regard, the Tao, the way, is free from arising, nor ceasing, and principle of a cause and effect being mutually grounded on each other as a form of a clear, rounded framework he symbolized here. So his awakening, his content of awakening symbolized as here as a Irwan-san, one's perfect circle. So first Sotesan was awakening uh, to the principle of cause and effect. So everything in the universe has uh, some governing principles in human life, in nature, that causing certain, certain condition produce the similar kinds of effect. So if you want a loving kindness in your life, you practice loving kindness to others. Because whatever we send out, the similar things coming back. So this truth, Sotesan, first enlightened. So when you look at it, it's coming, cause and effect. It's circling it. Whatever the cause was, is coming back as a similar uh, effect. Thus, he reminds us that make a mindful choice in every action. Because everything we do, in our daily activities, we have to reap the consequence. So when we awaken this truth of cause and effect put into our daily practice, then we can practice, we can express it in our daily life through your eyes, mouth, nose, five senses, and mind, and communicate with the life around you. So this first uh, Think Sotesan was awakened 102 years ago today. Second, he was uh, awakened to the truth of impermanence. We are living in an ever changing society, and we are constantly changing, and the nature is constantly changing. And the person you see, in the mirror is not the person you saw a year ago. But when you see every single day, you may not notice it. The person who you are now will not be the same person as who you will be in the future. So we are constantly changing, ourselves constantly changing, when you are, especially in aging process, you can see that. 
Your body is not functioning like when you are young. Constantly we are experiencing these changes in our body, in our mind, in our thought. So knowing this changing reality, the impermanence, give us wisdom. Not to suffer with the changing reality, but initiate the change itself. So when you know this impermanence, you practice non-attachment. When you practice non-attachment to anything, to anyone, it reduces suffering and experience freedom of the mind. So knowing and understanding the impermanent nature of things is critical, especially when you have difficult things in your life. See it as impermanent. That allows you to be in a better position or to feel healthier or to change that condition. Third, Sotesan was awakened to the symbol here. It's a shining diamond within each one of you. The Buddha nature of everyone and the oneness of all. The true meaning of a spiritual awakening is a waking up of our consciousness to remembering its original nature. You don't remember, right? <laughs> That's why we don't feel and see or use or, or uh, cultivate Buddha nature with diligence. But when you are waking up over your consciousness to see this Buddha nature within and waiting for you to experience, to see, to understand, to know. So this is positive news from Sotisan's awakening is that the seed of awakening not only resides in him, but in everyone, in everything in the universe. So the awakening seed in you, in your heart, in your mind, within you. Thus, it is possible to transform ourselves and to awake. So it is possible to change our mind. Whatever the mind you experience at the moment is a, is a possibility to change into the Buddha mind, transforming into Buddha nature. So it gave us the hope that it can be different. It's a different way of being on earth. So turn your spiritual light on what's going on in your mind, in your emotion, in your uh, consciousness. So that we have a clear understanding of what's happening right now in our thought, in our mind, in our speech, and make a mindful action all the time. So we all now know that through Sotesan's awakening, he taught us as one Dharma. And if we are not awakened yet, but if you understand his teaching and believing in his teaching, the content of his teaching, and apply and use it in our daily lives is identical. 
So before you got enlightened, you just understand and study and practice your dharma, and it helps you to understand the principle in the universe, to understand the true nature of things, including our body and mind, and understand that, that the beautiful shining diamond in each one of you as a Buddha nature. So we have this capacity to calm ourselves, to focus our mind, and to center ourselves. So we have this mind, and mind, very, very uh, important to know that your mind capacity to understand your own mind. You have that capacity. So when we have a concentrated and focused mind, we experience that everything and everyone as interconnected and interdependent as one. So you are part of me, and I am part of you. See it as one. So you have a lot more compassion and loving kindness and forgiveness and gentle love toward each other. So oneness comes from not chaotic, distorted mind. This oneness comes from your calm, centered, and tranquil mind. And the concentrated and focused mind see everything as, as one with everything else. That's why how to calm our mind how to cultivate our mind is important and critical. In, in the calm and peaceful and focused and concentrated mind, hindrance doesn't come in. So the mind remains calm and clear because your mind doesn't react anymore. So this beautiful state of mind is available to all of us. And we can cultivate this uh, wholesome mind toward awakening. And we can develop this state of mind, appreciate this subtle joy, peace, and freedom. So we can shift our perspective to enjoy quiet happiness inwardly, not looking for outside of the happiness, but quiet happiness inwardly by calming your mind, by understanding your state of mind, by understanding who you are, finding your true self. So turn your inner light again and again to see who you are, to know when you are, and to develop this wholesome quality of a Buddha nature. But you have to do it yourself. The real work is, is on you. You have to do the work. One Buddhist dharmas or teachers can only pointing the path and helping you to see the path. But the good news is you have what you need already, the enlightened seed of Buddha nature in your heart and in your mind. So by coming to temple 
and practicing meditation with us, you may become more compassionate, more wise, more generous, and more understanding person to yourself and to your family, to your friends, to your co-workers, and to anyone you meet. So watering the tree produces fruit, right? So watering regularly is important because the tree can grow and produce fruit. So our daily practice, our daily cultivation is like a watering the truth, the tree, watering the root to produce awakening. So practice helps us to stay calm, stay centered, and to experience the joy of a living here and now in the moment and awake. So real, true celebration of uh, enlightenment of a uh, great master Sotesan is that you become like him. You become awakened one by practicing one dharma, by practicing regularly all his teachings and all his uh, guidance. So let us uh, deepen and strengthen our cultivation and our practice to experience awakening sooner than later.